Hey neighbors, welcome back to the Flower House. I'm Sleepy. I'm Tamara. <laughs> and I'm Christina. Before we get started, uh, we just wanted to say to all 5,600,000 of our listeners, thank you all for your support. <laughs> right. <laughs> overnight success but seriously to all of our listeners and our supporters thank you so much we really appreciate all of your support and your feedback we love to hear it and we hope to continue to grow with it so with that christina what's our topic for today well tamara since today is valentine's day we will be talking about love tamara you've ever been in love I hope not. <laughs> I was quick. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, if I've been in love, then it's the most disappointing feeling ever. Okay. Elaborate. So when I think of love, I think of all of those songs, specifically from like the 70s, and they just describe love so beautifully. And... I haven't felt the feeling that they're talking about because I haven't felt a need to sing those songs like they sing those songs, if that makes sense. So I hope they're not lying. But if they are, then there's there's not much to look forward to. Um, but you <laughs> you're you're married. <laughs> I mean, do so. you think they might be exaggerating a little bit? I mean, maybe on the wordplay. But can I can I quote a song? Yeah. OK, so. The temptations are like, you're like sunshine on a cloudy day. That's beautiful. You know what's, what I feel on a cloudy day? A cloudy day. I'm like, wow, that's gloomy outside. There's no sunshine. <laughs> like, And, you know, there's, there's so many things. It's like Marvin Gaye is like, if this world were mine, I'd give you the flowers, the birds and the bees. Like, literally give you everything. The birds and the bees. Everything that's in the earth. Um, It's just, it's it's like, it's a sentiment, you know? It's just like, they really sat down and they thought about what love, like what they would give this person if they could. And even Beyonce, um, even though she's not from the 70s, she, you know, she's like, "It's, it's worth the pain. You put my love on top. Like it's, it's, it's just beautiful the way they sing about it. So I hope that that feeling is out there and that they're not exaggerating it. Okay. But I, I don't want to feel like I'm dancing in the rain. I don't I don't want to dance in the rain. That's how you catch colds. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's my take on it. But have you ever, well, obviously you've been in love. I hope you've been in love. If you haven't been in love, we've got some conversations to have off record. <laughs> But <laughs> you're married, um, and I hope that you're still dangerously in love with your husband. So what does it feel like being in love? My take on love isn't going to be like the songs that you're referencing. I mean, maybe there's a lot of, there's a very broad topic of love songs. There's a lot of love songs out there that go all the way from someone keying someone's car because they're so in love to uh, just gentle love songs of dancing so maybe maybe uh, my take on love is uh, probably not as exciting and as thrill taking as a lot of these songs so 
I feel like love is kind of like you want a cup of coffee and without saying it, your special someone brings you a cup of coffee and you both kind of just sit there together and enjoy a cup of coffee together or that was a lot of coffee or you go to the beach and you kind of just both sit there together and, you know, hold hands watching the waves or something like that. I I think this is so cute because I like I know that this is how you live your life. You're like, we're going to go to the beach. We're just going to sit down and and look at the waves. And I, I think it's so beautiful that you're sitting here and you're like, what are the moments that I felt the most love recently? And and that's that's what you're describing. You're like, well, we went to the beach and we watched the waves and he brought me coffee. I didn't even have to ask him. So, you know, it's just like you're literally pulling out of your memory. It's not an example. (laughs) This is literally a memory. And you're like, this is what love feels like. And I love that. I think that's beautiful. It might sound very like, wow, that's boring to some people. I'm glad my love life isn't like that. Maybe some people are feeling that way, but everybody kind of looks for something different, I think, in relationships and that level of comfort in a relationship. I mean, I've been married for almost nine years, so it wasn't like that at first. I think it just kind of evolved that way, and I'm okay with it. I like that. So so what was it like at first? Was it that butterflies in your stomach and you're like, oh, is he going to Facebook message me? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like that for any new relationship. You know, you kind of have all those butterflies, a lot of anxiety. I'm, I don't miss that part at all. The part where it's just pure anxiety and you don't feel like eating because you're nervous. And oh boy, was I nervous. I, I much rather this way now where I just am comfortable and he's comfortable and it's great. <laughs> So do you still push each other to be better humans? Or are you guys just like, well, we found each other and we were we were okay humans. We're just going to stay okay humans. There's no need to get better because I found another okay human. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that depends on what it's about. We both realize that you can't change another person. They would have to choose to do that. But we both encourage each other to be the very best at, you know, what we're doing. So try to be a little cheerleaders, I guess you can say. But it's not to the point where we're going to shove one or, one or the other off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so are you willing to change for each other? I think both of us would. I think it's just neither of us are expecting each other to. I I guess it's like we're not really expecting anything. And I think that sounds bad, but it's kind of important in a relationship not to expect. That sounds awful. Don't expect too much. Not like that. (laughs) But realize they don't have to change. If there's a problem, then obviously you two should talk about it and see what you know, what could be done and stuff. And you both come to an agreement on what to do next. And, you know, it works out. But I don't think you should expect somebody to just suddenly start changing their ways. Or if they, if they, you know, you both agree on, hey, can you not do this next time? And they're like, okay, well, you have to remember if they've been doing that their whole life, it's 
you can't really expect them to just suddenly remember to stop the next day. It's going to be something they have to work at. So it's almost like you're you're accepting them for who they are. And if they change for the better, then, well, that's better. But you're not you're not expecting him to wake up and be a different person. And he's not expecting you to wake up and be a different person. So in what ways have you changed for him or because of him? I like to say that, and I know this is going to be really hard to believe, but I'd like to say that I've become more confident. And I know anybody who knows me is probably going there is no way that happened. But if you knew me before I met my husband, you would probably see the difference, I think. I see it. I, yeah, I definitely think that I, that that has changed. I became more confident and I think it's because of him. It's and you can even see it in like your posture and the way that you carry yourself. And the way, you know, the way that you, you talk about yourself and things like that, you can definitely see the difference that he's, um, that he's made. And I remember having a conversation with you one time uh, when you guys had just started dating and we were talking about your relationship and you were like, you know, I just, I like that I feel needed. I feel like he needs me in his life. You know, it, it kind of gave you a... A purpose. Not that you didn't have a purpose in life, but it made you feel as though someone needs me. And I think that we all want that feeling of need. We all need that feeling of need to know. And I think that that's true with every mother, every father, every girlfriend, every boyfriend, every husband, wife, whatever, whatever, right? We all need that feeling of need and knowing that somebody needs you kind of keeps you going. You say, well, somebody needs me. So if I quit now, where will I go? You know, it's true. It's I think a lot of people thrive on that, that feeling of like, I'm needed here. And it helps them continue. It does. It's, it's I think it's really important to and even, you know, we all have that feeling of need or needing to be needed. So I think it's important that sometimes you let the other person know that you need them. And I think that you and your husband have a good balance of that because you guys aren't polar opposite, but your skill sets are polar opposite. Oh, definitely. <laughs> what you're good at, what you're not good at. I think that those are, you know, those are polar opposites. And so you can kind of fill in the gaps for each other and, you know, and then be like one you work well together how about that yeah. and um another thing that i think that has definitely changed in you um is you learned how to cook i remember <laughs> couldn't cook anything <laughs> i couldn't i i definitely remember you you talked we were having a conversation one day and you were like i burned water and i'm like oh my god like, okay I put water on the stove to make, I think it was tea. It was tea. And I guess I wasn't paying attention and everybody's going to be like, how did this happen? But it all evaporated. <laughs> and you probably wonder, that's really dangerous. 
That's really dangerous, Christina. How were you away that long? But the thing was, I didn't leave the kitchen. <laughs> I just was next to the pot, not paying attention. I think I was on my phone or something. Oh my. Well, you've come a long way. I was really young back then. Let me clarify. I was pretty young. You and were. yeah, and you know, people make mistakes. I made a mistake and I haven't done it since. Because you've grown. That's right. <laughs> but I, I do think that's so important is just to kind of like, you know, think about, you know, how you've changed for that person. But how have you assigned, you know, your worth? So how do you determine your worth outside of your relationship? Say, say you didn't meet your husband. If he was not in your life, how would you assign your self-worth? You know, that's a really good question because... I think self self worth is really hard for me to begin with. Okay. So I think as me as a person, I would really have to double up on my doses of Tamara <laughs> to remind me how great of a person I am. No. But for real, it, it, I feel like self worth is really hard in a relationship, but also without a relation, well, not in a relationship either way. And, you know, that's a really good question. And I don't really know exactly how to answer it because I still struggle with self, self-worth. And I think that I just have to keep reminding myself that it's okay if I don't hit that milestone I was aiming at. I should look at what I did accomplish and I should feel proud about that. Or, you know what, maybe I don't have this one skill that I wish I had, I can just work harder on obtaining that skill. Like, you know, I like to draw, let's say I'm not at the level I want to be. I think a lot of artists get that way. They see other artists art and they're like, wow, they're so good. I wish I was that good. Every artist has gone through that. Right. But it's that reminder, like, but I'm not bad. And, you know, even if I was bad at art, I don't think there's such a thing as like bad artists. You enjoy what you're doing. That's Have you seen me? <laughs> I'm just saying you you're enjoying the art that's what matters you know so I think it's a set reminder of you know I'm my own individual person and that's my worth I'm I'm me I'm not sure what that means but I I <laughs> I think I understand by by you saying you're me you're saying there's no one but me that can be me. Exactly. And That's what so, I mean. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so your worth is is set around, hey, you know, I know what I've been through. If you go through what I've went through, I I dare you to be as great as me. That's that's kind of what I got. But well, I think every, everybody's been through different things, so I don't think somebody's worth is necessarily measured on what they have accomplished and how successful they are because like define success is it happiness is it wealth you know success is different for each person so what would you say is the magic secret ingredient and i say secret ingredient because a lot of people have not figured it out to a happy relationship or a successful relationship and what does a successful relationship look like (laughs) well it's funny you say that 
as if I have like the most amazing relationship. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't, but I want to, I want to go ahead and clarify that all relationships have their own struggles or issues, even if it's something incredibly tiny because there's no two people who are exactly alike and identical with the same exact opinions there's always going to be at least something about the other person that doesn't match exactly to what you would do personally or feel personally you know there's always going to be something that's different so i think some important things to remember for a relationship is communication is really big and i know everybody talks about it like you should communicate you should talk to each other but it's true it really really is true because the other they're not nobody's mind readers okay so they don't know what i'm thinking he doesn't know what i'm thinking i don't always know what he's thinking sometimes i think i know what he's thinking and i could ask him and it's something a lot less complicated than what i'm thinking because i overthink everything <laughs> I I will overthink absolutely everything and I'll come to conclusion why he said something specific and it could literally be just because we drove past that Mexican restaurant the other day why he was thinking about like enchiladas like like it could just you know there's something random not right. at all deep so communication definitely is a key I think another one is understanding and I don't mean like they do something to keep annoying you and they're not listening to you and you should be understanding, but I don't mean like that. I mean, understanding that, so him and I come from two totally different backgrounds. So that has shaped us differently on how we think of things, which isn't bad. You know, we have two totally different perspectives on things, but I think it's important to have a mutual understanding that it's not about being right or wrong it's as long as we come to an understanding to each other and one of us doesn't have to be right and the other one doesn't have to be wrong it's not about who's right and who's wrong it's just coming together and understanding so it's like different perspectives it's like you know we have different perspectives some see the glass is half empty some see it as half full we're both right so let's agree to disagree right and be okay with that because you're not the same two people you're gonna have two different opinions and that's okay i i I think it's fine as long as you're it's not to the point where it's (laughs) it's like severely affecting your relationship where it's i want this done this way so if you're gonna help me with it can you do it my way i I think you should be respectful to how other people want to do things i don't think you should be stubborn to like we're not doing it your way we're gonna do it my way But I think you guys should come to like a middle ground, like, oh, you want to do it this way, but I want to do it that way. Well, maybe we can do this a little bit of what you want to do and a little bit what I want to do. And meet in the middle. Yeah, right. Meet in the middle. Try to understand why, too, behind it. Like, why do they want to do it that way? Is there a reason? Because there could be a totally different reason that's not even related to like why they want to do it. And they just haven't seen it from another corner on how they could fix whatever it is. Does that make sense? Yes. So they, I mean, the thing about perspectives is when you're involved, you only see your perspective. It's it's only when you are not involved and you're an onlooker that you can see 
the whole picture. But even then, a lot of times you will you'll have a similar perspective as one of the people that are in the situation, right? And you're going to pick a side. But I think the wisdom is knowing there's what he said, there's what she said, and then there's the truth. And there's somewhere in the middle where you can say, okay, we've come to a conclusion. <laughs> and, you know, there's no there's no need to kind of change somebody else's perspective as long as it's not harming them or yourself. All right. So what would you recommend for all of the young loveless birds out there looking oh. for that special someone? I mean... I don't have any like magic advice on how you'll meet the special someone. I mean, you know, you can meet them literally anywhere. <laughs> but when you're starting out, um, like keep an open mind, but don't devalue yourself because yourself comes before any other person. You are going to be living with you for forever. So remember to think of yourself first. I don't mean that in a very, I don't mean that in a selfish way, like put yourself first, but really though, think about what you really want and what you could live with, but also, you know, be understanding that an open mind that you may not, you know, what you think you may want may not actually be what you want. And it's okay to like explore options. And once you get in a relationship, just remember communication is key. There can be a lot of misunderstandings that could be resolved, a lot of anxiety, that needless anxiety that doesn't even have to be there if only there was more of an open channel of communication. And I'm saying that from experience. <laughs> like, <laughs> I overthink everything, and he's used to it by now, but I could imagine a whole scenario that is really wild. <laughs> and it's it's not that deep <laughs> it's really not <laughs> i really wanted a taco over there like <laughs> it's, it's never that deep so i have one more question before we let our our love go birds go on about their lovely monday um when did you know that your husband was your husband that or that you were going to marry your husband oh my gosh um i can't give you a specific date or time no tell me it was february 14th 2009 <laughs> but I, yeah I, I can't give you a specific day i think that it was when he when he drove nine hours one way and nine hours back to start seeing me when I moved far away and he was like you need to live closer I mean not in like a controlling way but like I'm gonna help you and you know he had me move back with him and I realized like oh, he's serious like he's serious about us okay all right. Are you serious? And, you know, it made me kind of realize, you know, like, what do I want? Is that what I want to? And it all just kind of worked out. I, there's not really a specific day. It kind of just happened. You know, you talk to someone, you talk more and more and you start quote unquote dating. And 
some point along the way, you're just kind of like, I could see myself living with this person. Um, I could see myself staying with this person and forever. Yeah. I mean, it was, I don't know. It just kind of happened. And I feel like sometimes there's not really any magical deep meaning behind it. Sometimes you just, I think it could literally be just one day you just wake up and you're like, yeah, we could do that. It was nothing that like crazy or magical. It was the fact that he was very like, you know, he's persistent on us being together and he didn't like let that go or give up. That's love though. And I think that, Everyone deserves to feel it at least once, even though this whole episode has been pretty much good news. Um, I do want to wrap up with the good news minute. And today we are highlighting Miss Dolly Parton. She has is officially offering all of her employees as, that are a part of Dollywood free college tuition, which is a huge deal. She's She's offering it to seasonal employees, part-time employees, full-time employees. And I, I think that's just amazing that she's willing to cover tuition for her employees. That is that is pretty incredible. I You don't hear about stuff like that too often. I mean, I know a lot of jobs have those kind of programs, but that's pretty cool. Like yes. They have those programs, but not to the point where it's like free tuition, including textbooks. For all employees crazy and and um she has a program for for children too doesn't she that she gives she away does. books she does uh she had i can't remember it but if you look up dolly parton books for children or book program for children you'll find it and depending on where you live you put in like your zip code or your address and she will have books mailed to your home for your child once a month i believe we, we used to sign up for it for curls uh but then we moved and i have to re-sign up for it and see if we still qualify where we live because it's based on zoning where, where you live at but it was that cool awesome. though like i opened the front door and i'm like oh look it's the little engine who could <laughs> i love that <laughs> one of his favorite books came from her uh little ex little excavator i think it's called that came from her he it, loves that book uh, it was on the front porch and he's like look it's the excavator book <laughs> he still reads it i love that well thank you miss parton um we you're doing great things and we hope that you keep it up um i mean that's just amazing that's that's definitely that's some next level stuff mm, um, it sure is so with that i think I think it's time to wrap it up. Like a box of chocolates. Like a box of chocolates. Happy Valentine's Day. May your Valentine bring you everything you, you've been waiting for and hoping for. And if you don't have a Valentine, we'll be your Valentine. <laughs> so with that, thanks for joining us in the Flower House. Have a marvelous Monday. Bye, guys.